Life is art. Life is art. What will you put on your canvas? All right, I think we're sounding pretty good here. Um, I figure it's kind of nice finding those random times to talk to you. It is afternoon here, <clears throat> and there is a little bit of clearage in my throat. There we go. Um, yeah, so as I uh, put away clothes and kind of do some things. Um, let's talk about what I've been thinking about. So, this, um, I talked to you about attachment and how, you know, I said I would talk about people. Um, I already, I kind of realized that I've done quite a bit of that and if you kind of want to look at previous episodes on relationships you you got to fill somebody's interests out and I think the most important thing is people's health and it doesn't matter how often um, you talk or keep in touch it's really really important that somebody's healthy um, it does matter if, you know, the interests are balanced and as far as friendships, relationships, any kind of interaction, but what it boils down to is that if your interests align a lot, you're going to find yourselves creating and being able to maintain a natural flow state, especially when there's this health interest and growth interest going on, which is really, really cool. Um, I have a friend that we hear from each other, and she, um, we had a little bit of, uh, in our 20s, we had a little bit of, uh, like, a, um, kind of like we didn't know, we kind of, you know, being in our 20s, we didn't know a whole lot about life, and she actually, um, was always very friendly and, um, reached out and, that kind of thing and we ended up meeting on the same site that my husband and I met and she's from the same country that the site originated from um, and we got back in touch and it's been really cool and we um, just will constantly send like really positive well wishes to each other and talk to each other about each other and our lives um, about every week or so seems like and 
Um, it's it's really even every couple weeks sometimes, and it just it doesn't even matter like that we don't talk every day because when we do talk, it's all about like hope you and her family are well, and it's very genuine, and you know that stuff really means a lot and it matters, and it's just um, we have a little bit different things that we do as far as like um, she's actually. Um, really into law and a lawyer and that kind of thing and it's really kind of interesting to hear about what got her into it and it's really kind of cool um, and you know I'm into the whole like creative thing and it's really kind of cool that we um, just these well wishes of just happiness and hope each other are doing well and the, it's a it's an interest of hold on one second I'll put this kind of going through some clothes here it's an interest of of just having pure like positive affirmation, just pure, genuine, I wish you happiness, I, I hope you're, you're doing well, I hope you're enjoying what you're doing, I hope you're successful, um, just very cool. And so it's funny because we lost touch, and then we got back in touch, and I'm just, like I said, I've never been happier being out of my 20s and being over kind of the analyzation of patterns and things like that. I'm just kind of like, you know, if you talk often, you talk often. If you talk at times, you talk at times. But it's more the quality of the conversation, the quality of the connection, like I pointed out the other day. Um, and... So it's really kind of cool in that, in that way that to kind of like not overthink these things and to just um, accept and enjoy your time with people when you have your time with people. Um, I'm going to get into love a little bit and what I'm going to say first is when you, um, the more that you're around people and the more that they're around you, if you start to really think more about your health and think more and they start to think more about their health and you're doing things to maybe get some sleep or maybe you're even, like it's really a cool thing when you start to say, like when both agree that there are times when they want to step back from their phone or step back. Maybe they're doing deep work on their phone, but they want to step back from all this, like, dopamine and distraction because they're getting into focus on their work. Honestly, that is a really cool and it's a very mature way, I think, of just, like, no expectations and no, um, no entitlement of anyone's time. But then, you know, 
getting to that where it's it's kind of like I don't think a lot of us think about that. I think we think about how often do they get back and when and um, all that kind of stuff. And we do this in a machine sort of way because I think some people's interpretation of friendship is different than other people's interpretation. And I've had to learn that sometimes there are things that are easier that other people might post and then they might post because they're creative about their life and so they'll post on a podcast or on Facebook or Twitter and I've started to kind of realize that sometimes that is just they communicate better in a, as a collective um, and other people communicate better one-on-one and sometimes people communicate a little bit more collective in some ways and a little bit, a little bit more on one-on-one in other ways. So, I might take a little break here and I'm going to come back and, and tell you and kind of talk about the story part of this and what is your love story because we all kind of have started a kind of love story and when it comes to like especially relationships and so I want to get into this having a, a conversation in our close circle about this and I think it's really interesting so I'm take a little break here and um, be back with more grab a drink do whatever you need to do and we'll be back All right, we're here. Um, we're back. So let's get into this here. When uh, when we think of relationships, we think of our ideal relationship, right? We think especially if you just got into one or maybe you kind of want a relationship and things like this. And I've talked about interests. I've talked about the importance of making sure you're genuinely with someone because you want to be. This is because A lot of people tend to get together for a long time and there might be one or two ideal things that kind of make them want to do this kind of thing, like get married or be together. Um, They might be the people around, available, um, with one maybe similar interest or one spot that they might meet at. This happened a lot before the internet. Um, and, you know, I know that it still kind of does to a point. Um, 
And so there's that. But I think what happens is the first thing is that you feel like you have to jump right in to something or that you like what this person has to offer you. And then what happens, I think, is after kind of being with somebody for a long time, and this has definitely happened. I mean, I've been through like quite a few, many relationships. Um, and so what happens is you get with someone, you have like one or two interests or things in common or even some struggles in common or whatever. And, and you, uh, you're like so excited that you've liked this person for so long. You've thought about what they could offer, what you could offer them, um, how compatible you can be. And for years, you've maybe thought about this person. You got a hold of their number and kind of like did the usual things that kind of the signs that show that you actually would want to be with them. Um, they've showed some signs of response. Um, and they kind of liked what you had to offer them too. And so eventually you guys finally get together after being so damn nervous and shy, right? And maybe this lasts a lot longer. Maybe this gets out of you know, you're not, like, in school anymore or in, at all. You're in life, right? And so it, it, the adult life is a little bit different. And how you might do something based on the way you were raised and the, the values you have at the time and even the core things that you believe in, they might have some different ones. And so you get into this where this excitement you have to maintain you have to be really, really happy. <clears throat> and now, because you're finally with this person, you think, okay, this excitement is a normal feeling for this relationship because I waited so, so long to be with them. And so, you know, I have to make sure that I do what I have to do to, to stay happy and excited and, I, and they better be doing their part to make sure. So, you know, this better work. And it's not that you're thinking of this word for word in a cognitive sense. What you're actually doing is you're kind of, these are emotions that you're going through. And so if, if a little bit of excitement dims down, you're kind of like, the day is terrible. It's like a high, right? The day is terrible. It starts out like that. And then you can't communicate with them because like this is supposed to be a happy and exciting relationship so you're not really allowed to communicate to them any other anything that you kind of like anything serious or anything you just go with it and so after maybe you're like okay we'll be together we're fine you kind of ignore your um, feelings of even just wanting to talk or even just wanting to discuss compatibility or discuss 
what you're open to and what you're not open to or what you want and what you don't want. And so then you're, you're together, you're married for a long time. Um, you, maybe you had a value that said you shouldn't be intimate before you're married and so you waited. Now you're married, right? You've become intimate and you find out who they are, like fully after getting married to them instead of knowing before you got married because there's that to kind of reconcile. Um, and you feel like, well, I was so disciplined. But there's something still not right. Or maybe you were intimate and everything else before marriage. and But there were other ways that maybe like spiritually that you were not. And so you get married and you're kind of like, well, this person is this way and they don't have an interest in maybe pursuing something that I do and I kind of thought we'd do it together and you kind of are like why is this process not automatic I love them if love comes from you know God it should just be handed down and this is a sign that something's not working when I really thought that this was a sign you know that because we got together that this stuff would kind of come automatically. So it's not just about romance. It's not just about, well, um, they won't get flowers or they won't do this or they won't do that. Um, I kind of I kind of had relationships where the person was really sweet and got flowers all the time, but we were not compatible and then I started to realize, you know, all that stuff is wonderful and sweet. They tried way, way hard with, with me. And it didn't really, it didn't really matter at the end of the day. It matters more if you have the same sort of, if you can relate and have the same sort of, like, minority type of struggles or, you know, that kind of thing and the same interests. Um, you have to have enough in common, I think. And, um, so, so because you have these expectations and they are not met, you have this, this resentment in order, you know, of the other person, like it's their fault. When they might have expectations of you that you didn't meet, that you have no idea about, because like you guys have not felt like you can, can communicate. And so what happens is you explode and different things happen. And you realize later that you're okay and, and that that's not really what you needed and things like that. Um, but it took you going through a story. It took you having a love story um, to realize that you're okay and to realize that you didn't actually need it in the first place. Um, and that you can find either someone else that you have things in common. But then there's the other problem, right? There's the other fixation where people get married and they have these uh, 
expectations of each other. These expectations are not meet, are not met. And so then they meet someone else. I've seen this happen with other marriages very close that I've watched. Where, okay, so if my current um, marriage is not meeting my needs, you know, this person has some things and they reflect values that I like. Maybe this person can would be the right one. Maybe they would fix the problems. Um, and I can just go off and be with them. Forget about the marriage I have now. Go be with them. And then all of these problems will disappear because I'll be with the right person that has the right set of values. It's a very moral trap. So you go and you be with this person and for maybe a couple of years you kind of have this bliss with them and it, it feels like you've made the right decision finally and maybe people don't understand you but it's the decision that makes a lot of sense for you and them and it, it feels right moral perhaps but then like maybe a few years in that excitement goes and new problems start to come in because you realize that they are not perfect either and so new problems start to come in and so with those problems comes this ignored doubt that you had in your first time and um, things happen and both people maybe a lot of times in when you have couples that divorce and remarry a lot of times it makes sense for them to be with you know someone who also has been married and then for those that go with someone who's never been married, they take on the baggage of the previous marriage. And, and maybe for some people, I think that that can work. I've seen it. Um, it just, it depends on the situation, especially if the person was a single parent for a very, very long time for no fault of their own, maybe. And somebody really, really, that was part of why, you know, they, they felt like, this person's a good parent, um, that kind of thing. And so, and they've seen them kind of do it on their own for a while. And, you know, so I think once in a while it can work a little bit. But you have to start, like, a new life. So I'm not saying any of this is wrong. I'm just saying I think that when you go into this love thing, you start out with, like, a story, um, of what should be in a fairy tale. So, so this story, so you, you're, you're in your, let's say you're in your second marriage or whatever, and this person, you know, you, you realize, hey, they have a lot of things I don't like, like they're no longer perfect, they're no longer my savior from my first marriage. And you, uh, you're like, my God, they don't have some of the same experiences either. And they're not fully... Um, they're not fully who I thought they were. And it's not in a sort of they meant to be this evil person that 
you uncovered and, and maybe maybe some of that there's some things that they've done that aren't very nice or whatever but it's not so much that they've been exposed that they're this evil person what it actually is is both of you have an expectation that the other is a different person and so then maybe years years later you kind of like the doubts start to surface and some things happen you guys both explode and you're done you know um, maybe there were some things that were a little bit better with the second time around kid raising and such but you're done um, because in the end what you realize after kind of having more time on your own is that for you you have love in a different way you have love for others without maybe the attachment to others you have this love for this unconditional kind of love um, for others that you may not have understood when you were expecting something from somebody so then you're able to you no longer have to work a job you hate um, or be involved in a career that has you know very repetitive things you can go and create especially if the kids are now you know on their own and things like that and so what you realize and this really works for you know like I said all of this is what works for you but maybe in those cases where people marriages don't work they realize that for them they can love and they can find love without the attachment and the cling and the expectation of others or trying to have that expectation the people pleasing expectation of themselves and so that's one way to kind of that a lot of people I think have experienced they've had to go through this love story they've had to attach to for decades and then they they realize that, that love is not really a story anyway and there's kind of an experience that goes with it and I'm not everybody and everybody's not me so what I think can help when you're getting into any relationship or thinking about getting into a relationship is to see challenge yourself and see how deep you can go with somebody for a long enough time before you actually focus on doing things with them together um, maybe virtual is ideal or maybe even just having talks over coffee for a long time um, as like friends with possible you know benefits of becoming closer um, and do this in a conscious way and be as honest as you can with someone if that's what you want you know or if you know about yourself the way that you love is different 
then you already have this awareness for yourself without having to go through the story. But I think it really depends on what works for you. So when you are going through and living life and things like that, um, you realize kind of, it, you know, the sooner you realize that love is not a story, it's, a, it's an experience, and it's something that you work with. It's not you work at, because then that's like expectations. It's more of like something you work with, within. You work from a place of love. Um, you know, you realize that everybody has their own interpretation of love, and some people it's telling each other I love you every day or all the time. Some people it's making the home very comfortable and relaxed with an atmosphere, kind of um, maybe with some people it's being accepting of each other, so in maybe encouraging each other to grow and do better, but being accepting of each other when it comes to what comfort levels everybody wants in the home. And kind of like trying to be as fair and as balanced as possible when it comes to that. Um, for some people, it's getting them into kind of a school. And so in my private school um, that my mother had advocated for me to go to, um, and really fought and, you know, for my education, um, somebody had said something to me about pain. And I was sitting, they had like a circus going on at the school. Um, not like animal cruelty or anything, but just, you know, like a little circus with people going on trapeze. They were very big into gymnastics and sports at the school. Um, that's how I got a lot of, like, professional swimming training and stuff. It was awesome for, for that time I was there. Um, there are some things about it I'll probably get into in other episodes um, as to why, um, what kind of school works for everybody. I'll probably get into that in the future, the more experience I have. Um, but with... Um, Somebody had said something, and that was, I was sitting there, the circus was going on. I couldn't quite understand everything that was happening, but I was like, gee, I have this headache. And I kept kind of saying that, like, I kind of wanted to leave, or it's like, I, I kind of, I'm done, I want, to, I want to go off now. Like, And this teacher said something to me that was the most absurd thing that I had ever heard, which was that, well, if you don't think about your pain, then you're not going to have it. Like, just enjoy the show and have fun. Don't think about it. I'm like, what in the hell are you talking about, lady? Like, what? And so I thought about this as I was having the conversation um, about the stuff that, you know, I told you kind of came from. Um these topics of love and stuff and pain got brought up and I thought about that and I'd sort of forgot to mention that in the conversation but um, I think about this years and years later and sometimes you know what I realize is sometimes this comes from like I could have had lack of 
oxygen like I could have been breathing a little deeper I could have had lack of caffeine I could have had lack of water like something simple that I could fix later but if you really do your best not to think about it and I'll, uh, I'll explain I'll give you an actual s scenario here so I was uh, last week a couple weeks I had this I was starting to work out on my little stepper I had my you know I was swimming a lot I pull a muscle, a calf muscle in my leg. I do this once in a while when I start to get back on the stepper again. And then um, my leg was just in a lot of pain for a few days. And you're going to feel a little bit of pain. So, like, you know, you're aware um, that something's not right. So the first day I kind of swam a little bit. I relaxed a little more. The second day, I relaxed a lot more in the pool. The third day, um, I swam. And I kind of, like, would do these leg stretches at night when I'd try to be sleeping or waking up. And so it wouldn't kind of go away. And then one day, I thought, I'm just going to go in the pool and try to, because the water does take the weight off your muscles. So I get into the pool, and my daughter just was so joyful and happy that I'm like, this is cool. She really is happy. She wants to play. She wants to do things. So I actually just kept, like, playing with her and swimming, and I forgot about the pain. And we ended up having such a good time and smiling that when I got out of the pool and I got in the tub, I thought, you know, my leg pain is just about gone. Like, my muscles feel a little bit of, like, they've been working. But my pain is just about gone. And then, like, the next day, it was gone completely. Because you keep busy with things. Um, you know, and I mean, pain is going to come up a little bit. Like, it's just a part of life, and it's a part of being aware of something in your body. So, you know, I'm not sitting here saying ignore pain. So you do have to fix it sometimes. We have um, these vitamin capsules that we take. Um, with charcoal that is really good for your stomach. Once in a while, if, if a headache is not going away, I had one today and I fixed it with coffee, <laughs> which is kind of funny. I had this cold coffee left over. I didn't really actually make the hot coffee this time, but I had this cold coffee left over, so that kind of worked. Um, and so, but then there might be those times where once in a while, you have one and you find yourself that, you know, within reason there's, you know, you can take vitamins or something for the pain a little bit if you just kind of are like, you need to deal with it a little bit. But then what I've started to do even then is find things to, if it's just a matter of like I also need to sleep, then I'll sleep. But if it's a matter of like I can listen to music or read, or even just kind of lay on the couch and watch TV, which I never really was a big fan of doing before. But I've realized including other things to try to do to keep yourself busy um, kind of helps. And it even helps take your mind off of that you needed maybe something to help you with the pain a little bit. Like even a heating pad or, you know, something simple. Um, you know, and every once in a while, you know... Um, if it's controlled, maybe maybe something um, like an aspirin or something like that. Um, 
I've gotten to a place now, though, where, like I said, um, I can, uh, I can do an episode maybe about this or with examples in the future. Um, and that might actually be really, really worth a topic of its own. So we might actually do that, um, how to kind of fix, how to kind of manage, um, your health in that area. Um, so I'm not saying that it would be a topic on my mind right now, but, you know, I think in the future it would be definitely worth talking about. Um, and so getting into love, love, you can definitely know that, like, you know that you love someone when they've helped you grow in such a significant way that if the relationship, for instance, didn't exactly work, but you hear something good that happened to them and you genuinely feel happy and you smile and you, you feel better about it and you're kind of like, well, that's what I wanted for them in the first place. That's awesome. That's, that's, that's cool. I'm Finally, it happened for them, you know. Um, they can now, you know, have this joy in their life and that kind of thing. Um, and you genuinely, you, you find out your first reaction is, you know, you're smiling and you're happy. And you don't need to tell them, like, they don't need to know. You don't have this desire to let them know that you know. You don't have this desire to feel good about yourself and let them know how happy you are for them, like maybe you did in the past. Um, but you're genuinely happy for them. And you're so fulfilled by this happiness that even if they never know that you're happy for them, you're happy for them anyway. Because it's something so cool that happened in their life. And it feels better to know something good about them than to hear bad news. And it's something you don't have to think about. And so that, that comes over time. It's not something that's going to happen even within the first year of breakup or anything. Um, but it does, it will happen. I promise you, it can happen if you let go and you realize that you are a good person and that you had good intentions, even if those intentions were misunderstood, even if people misinterpret things, even if you're judged by this person and their friends and whatever, you know that you have good intentions. You know that you care. And that's really, it really is all that matters. It doesn't mean you're better than them because they care too, but they just, the relationship didn't work. And maybe you just weren't more compatible as friends and um, people who can talk and who can understand and accept each other, but you weren't compatible in a relationship sense. And they care too. It doesn't make you, I'm not giving you a license to say, well, I'm a better person. Because it's not about that. If you, if you need to do that at first, maybe you're hurt. Like, it's going to naturally happen whether I tell you it's wrong or not. Like, whether I tell you not to do that. It's going to happen a little bit. We're all human. But the important thing is to understand and realize that this is, um, 
what love really is is like no expectation of anything from anyone communication um, neediness you don't expect anybody to miss you you don't even feel the pressure of missing anybody especially if you know that they're doing all right they're doing good you 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 know if you heard from them it doesn't mean you wouldn't be happy to hear from them but at the same time you don't really feel like I'll love them less if I don't hear from them or they're less of a person for not contacting me or any of that or I must contact them now um, and it's like to love someone means to if it didn't work to let it go and let them have the freedom in whatever they consider freedom to be. Let yourself, allow yourself to have the freedom in what you consider freedom to be. And these are not things that are easy going through as experiences. There are things that you're listening to that you're like, yeah, I, I know all this. I align with this. I, ooh, I agree with this. This is cool. But it's something that you might be going through years later. And you look back on this and you say, oh, well. And, and it may not be for me. It may be from reading an article you read, you, you research or something that's telling you the same thing that I am. Because anybody could say this, like, I'm not anybody. Anybody anybody could write this. Anybody could say this. But it's here. And it's fun to talk about, honestly. It's fun to think about. Um, and so years later, this could come up for you. And you can be like, you know, okay. I've experienced this. I've experienced that. And I've experienced this other thing. And it's not something that can always be articulated but when it comes up it comes up and you understand these things and it takes many many years of interactions with others and learning about yourself and feeling into yourself to understand these things it takes many many years of this and it can feel like a lot of work and it can be sometimes. It really, it's not, you know, this awareness stuff is observing. But it's really, if you think about it, it's what you naturally want to do anyway. You naturally want to contemplate um, with yourself about what's going on before you even talk to somebody so that you understand how you're feeling first. Because... The one thing I've learned about the relationship is it's not their job to understand how I'm feeling. Um, it is just a companion, a companionship and an experience together, a very deep one. And if they understand what you're feeling and you understand what they're feeling, that happens. And it does happen naturally. But it, it, when you're together for a while and all that, it takes a lot of time. And so don't expect it because then there's kind of entitlement there. It's more about realizing that this stuff is understood if you contemplate for yourself first. 
And if you understand yourself first, that's actually better because then you can understand them even more. And because you've taken the time and given yourself that space to contemplate. And then you can contemplate together if that's where you are. So I hope you liked this very deep dive into relationships and love. Um, I, I, I thought I would take a couple days to do this, but I really I got kind of inspired and didn't really want to wait this out. So thank you so much for your time and listening. I really, I hope that this um, helps and I'll give you more advice about concrete relationships as we go along and as we get deeper. I've done previous episodes on relationships, like just some of the, the little things that make healthy, make for healthy, compatible relationships with others and friendships and stuff. Again, sometimes it's just gonna be a one-on-one very, very positive and healthy and fulfilling, um, very important or VIP <laughs> friendship, um, a VIP relationship like that where you're just cool and you just constantly are wishing each other well and, and loving to talk to each other about life. And then, you know, other times it's a group of people who are learning about health and experiencing really profound growth and articulating that together and then other times it's about really the com- the deep and close companionship that you have in having a family together and understanding each other more um, in a very deep way and in a very like in a way of experience that is always kind of slow and steady and you reach these new understandings in any different experiences more different than you ever thought you would life is just nuts it really is so anyway thank you so much again for listening i won't keep you any longer um i won't keep myself any longer i'm about to uh and get in the pool Um, but I really love talking to you and I'm definitely looking forward to another time where we can talk so let's uh, stay connected thanks so much